God in the lips and hearts of all children. Hello, welcome. Welcome to Real Deal Episode 4. Episode 4. For our, uh, we're doing some good shit today. We uh, didn't see a movie this weekend, any of the new releases, so oh. uh, we're going to talk about a movie that came out last year. Yeah, we've done a lot of good movies, so we wanted to do one that sucks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, let's start off with some we'll news. That. Roll it. First piece of news, as always, as, as it is <laughs> every fucking week, we're going to talk about the Batman. What's this movie's so, deal? So last week, we very, very enthusiastically reported that uh, Matt Reeves was going to be helming a solo Batman movie. Yeah. That uh, is apparently not the case. Like, what the, what's going on with the wires being... Wh- who? He probably <laughs> took, like, the last meeting where they were gonna, he was going to sign the contract, and then they were like, oh, you got to do this, this, and this, right. and it has to connect to this, this, and this, right. and uh, yeah. And he's probably got enough integrity to be yeah, like, no, I'm not I, doing that I, shit. Yeah, that has to be the case. Yeah. For it to be like, he signed on. Yeah. He's not doing it. Yeah, now he's not It's like, it. something happened. There. This movie is shot. It's cursed. I, and Ben Affleck, I think last week they said that uh, many reports saying he didn't. A lot he of wants rumors. Out. A lot of rumors that he want, he desperately wants out of this this whole world. So so uh, how do they do that? Do they uh, do they just well? Do they write him off or do they have fucking? Here's the big problem: is whoever they get to be Batman, are they going to stick with? Are they going to be Bruce Wayne? Yes. Yes. How do you... I don't want... No, of course not. But... The problem is, do they stick with the older Batman? Right. Because in this continuity, in this canon... He's a, he's a jaded... Yeah, he's the older Batman, Batman to Superman's younger and experienced right. superhero. So, do they stick with that? Do well, they, they have? they would have to. Which... Who are your options? Uh, do they get John Hamm like they wanted to, like, five years ago? That would be to cool. Be Batman? Yeah, it would be cool, but... There's a lot of people that would be cool, but... This whole thing is just a disaster. Because I like Ben Affleck Batman. I loved it. And the I, fact that, that we just we just talked about how he was nominated for Worst Actor for, for Razzie. Razzie. Which is nuts. Like, that's fucking crazy. Say the movie sucks, that's There's fine. nothing bad about his performance no. in the movie. No. And and Batman vs. Superman was nominated for best for a fucking Worst Movie, which and is, Suicide Squad was not. Was not. Which we got we'll a lot get, to say about Which we'll that get later. into that later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's some fucking crazy shit. Yeah. I didn't put this on the list of news for us, but uh we'll touch on it quickly. Mel Gibson in talks in to talks to Helm Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad 2. Why? I don't know. Why would he ever do that for one? Why would they ever think that he would do that for two? There's got to be some kind of angle that he's interested in. Is, or they're is, throwing a, or the angle is, is money. Is Jesus a new fucking <laughs> character? I don't know. Maybe they'll get Andrew Garfield to be yeah, Rick Flag. Right. <laughs> Man, so we'll get in. We'll get more uh, into that. But that's it. 
things aren't looking up for DC. Yeah, the, we haven't we, we haven't really reported a lot of Marvel shit. No, we want to because there hasn't. But been there's a lot nothing. Of news. There's nothing. It's there's nothing to say. But like, hey, man, we're excited is, about this. This is yeah. going great, <laughs> and it really bums me out. Yeah, it's uh, so. it's a shame. All right, what do we got next? Some more DC news. Uh, director David F. Sandberg, who did Lights Out, is in talks to helm the Shazam movie. I didn't really like Lights Out. I wanted to like Lights Out. Trailer scared my fucking pants off. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It left me with a lot to be desired. I know they kind of set it up for a big sequel. Yeah. So I don't know if it was just like, hey, let's make this franchise. But it was based off a short film. That he did? Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe the short film rocks. And well, he he did Annabelle 2, which is in post-production right now. That sucks. So did Annabelle, you see Annabelle 2? No. Did it? It was not that bad. Really? It's not as bad as you would think it would be. I saw it in theater. It's got what, like a 30% or something? Probably. But all those kinds of horror. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I horror. You can't. You have to take I try to take. Yeah, I try to take all critic shit with a grain of salt. So, um, but I think I wonder if James Wan had a hand in him getting that job or getting this meeting. Basically, I would. I would think so. Yeah, because he did. He produced Lights Out yeah. and Annabelle movies. So. Right. I and love James Wan. Big I fan. do too. I'm just a big fan. He's the he's the the uh, the light in the dark. He's of the, the DC. He's straight up. Uh, it, Aquaman is gonna rock. It's gonna I, I feel like there's yeah. no way it's not. It doesn't rock. Yeah, I agree. I think it's gonna be cool. I think it's gonna be some shit we haven't seen before. Too. I totally agree. It has to be. Think about the, what it has to do. Yeah, the world that it's in. Do you think they're gonna do like some gun gun shit from Phantom Menace where they're underwater but they're in those in bubbles? The thing? Yeah, I don't uh, know. I want. I just. I'm so curious how they're gonna do I, that. I think there's a. There's got to be some big fucking plot and idea that just, I don't know. That just rocks. I'm excited to be. I'm pumped to to see that. Next piece of news, Joe Carnahan and Frank Grillo are now involved in the American Raid remake. Fuck this whole thing. Yes. The Raid and The Raid 2. If you haven't seen them, first of all, they're Indonesian action movies. They're the two best combat-based action movies, like hand-to-hand combat-based action movies of all time. They're undisputed. Anybody who's seen them will tell you the exact same thing. They're incredible. They are untouchable so movies. It's like John Wick couldn't exist no, without no, 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 the raid. No, 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 no. These movies were not made to be remade. They were not made to be fucking adapted. And I, I, I can't, I can't support an American. Which movie. sucks because I like Joe Carnahan. I liked um, Smoking Aces. Sure, I like. I, liked, I mean, I like Frank um, Grillo too. Like his little shit in, in Civil War, Crossbones. And Winter Soldier, and The Purge. He's cool. Yeah, yeah. The Purge. He's cool. Right. The Gray. Joe Carnahan made The Gray. Did you see that movie? The Wolf movie. Yeah, that movie fucked me up. I watched that movie on a plane, and the first thing that happens is the plane crashes. Yeah. So I, it was a rough flight. That's <laughs> a that's a really good movie. So The Gray's good. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. If it's gonna be made, I'm just gonna see it. Sure. But have to. But it's dude, a bummer. It's like I'm it's not like, happy about that. It'd be like uh, I don't know, remaking The Godfather. Basically, yeah. I mean, The Raid is the godfather of action sure. movies at this point. It, it raised the bar so high and did things that nobody's ever done. And it's just, it's just, they just did it. All right. It's like, it's like if they did an American version of The Wailing. Yeah. It wouldn't, it doesn't. Which I guarantee you, it's someone's it's gonna writing happen, right now. Yeah. But it doesn't make sense because a lot of that movie is 
is based upon maybe they'll the relationship a, between Koreans and Japanese. Maybe they'll pull a grudge and it'll be an American character in Japan or in Korea. I, no, I don't think so. I think the only thing that they could do right now with the political climate, because all the Koreans are so afraid of this Japanese guy, mm-hmm. and the whole time they just call him the Jap, mm-hmm. which is like so fucked up. Yeah. So I feel like if it's going to be Americanized, they're going to have it like, be like a Muslim guy or something, which is like, yeah. you can't do that. It's, it, there's no way to recreate that. And I feel like it's going to happen, and I'm already pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, lighter side, Love Actually cast, cast is, is uh, reuniting for a sequel short film. And uh, the press release said, uh, Red Nose Day Actually is the title. It's going to air on Comic Release Red Nose Day Special, a charity event that helps to raise money and awareness for children living in poverty in America and around the world. So I guess this is a Chris, another Christmas short. Right. And there's going to be apparently some kind of plot development mm-hmm. in, in, all, in a few of their separate tales. Do you think? So here's spoiler alert. Of the whole cast that's returning, there uh-huh. are two big names that aren't. Emma Thompson, who is... Alan Rickman's right. wife. So probably not returning because Alan Rickman's yeah. passed away. They got to pay respect to him in some way. Second one, Chuatella Geofor. Really? He's not coming. Wow. So I wonder. Is he? Oh. If. They're K- not going to do that. I don't know. That'd be fucked up I to do know. that in like a Christmas special. <laughs> Maybe. Well, not, not every story in the movie has a happy ending. There's what? One? The... Dude cheating on his girl, on his wife, Alan Rickman cheating yeah, on his wife. Yeah, that's it. And no, and then the um, the American woman with the mentally oh, challenged brother. Oh, that one's really That sad. one's rough, yeah. So, well, I mean, but then, yeah. Oh, yeah. They don't all have sad. happy endings. But so. those are the only ones. The yeah. rest of them are like it's so shit. unbelievably amazing. We'll see. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> no two would tell Gia for, though, that, that has to raise some eyebrows. That could be, yeah, something could happen. But I mean, did Rick? Did who Rick, cares about this but you and me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm re- I fucked up and I didn't write her name down. But Disney has found a director for the live-action Mulan movie. Her name's Nico something. I don't remember her last name. That she, sounds great. She directed uh, Whale Rider, which is awesome, Sick. great movie, and uh, McFarland USA, which I talked oh, about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. On here, um, the cross-country movie. Handing the making sure that a woman was taking the reins oh, is, yeah, is, sure. uh, f- and she's, is fucking awesome. She's I, I, once again, I'm, this was my bad, but she's some sort of um, ethnic minority, so well, that's, 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 that's also good. I think that was, extra, it was it's, a, it's a great move. She was in talks also to ta- um, direct Captain Marvel for ah. Disney. So I wonder if could be the the beginning of a little partner relationship. Maybe or here. or she was offered that but wanted this, and those talks led to these talks. Maybe I don't really know, but um, that's good news for Milan because. Um, Movie's got to rock. It has to. Because the original's so good. Because I'll fucking... Yeah. <laughs> I'll blow their ass up. So, the <laughs> next one. X-Men Supernova may start filming this summer. Hmm. So, Sir Sophie Turner, Sansa Stark, Sansa. Uh, in a interview, said that she just got done filming season seven. Yeah. She's got season eight filming this winter. Mm-hmm. And she said sometime this year she's filming another X-Men movie, which... Came out of nowhere, basically. Right. No one's reported that an yeah. X Men movie slated, so that means production's going real fast. Because Apocalypse came out last, last May, May, less than a year ago. Yeah. So people are wondering 
Is Brian Singer going to direct? Huh. What's going to happen? I'm, what is the deal with this thing? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, maybe it was like Apocalypse was so spelled out. Like right after Days of Future Past, it was like, okay, so Apocalypse yeah. is the next one. Well, this is supposedly going to be a Dark Phoenix saga. Right, which, which they set that up in Apocalypse. They did. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty over Brian Singer yeah. being part of this universe. I mean, uh, first class and Days of Future Past. He did do first class. Just Days of Future Past? He did X-Men 1 and 2. Right. And then came back for future pa- Days of Future Past. Oh, Apocalypse. really? I thought he came back. Matthew Vaughn did right. First Class. Right, okay, yeah. First Class rocks. Days of Future Past is, like, unbelievable. It's great, yeah. Apocalypse. Apocalypse is, like, a D-plus to me. Uh, C-minus. See, to me, it's, like, a C-plus. I, I really didn't like it. Um, I feel you. I, I get that. I just I just had fun. There was a lot there that was fun to me. But uh, I get it. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, let's get, get this out of the way. Yeah. This is a countdown for Logan. Yeah, oh my god. We're pumped on Logan. In bought, my, bought tickets yesterday? Yeah. I it I'm of the belief that Logan the end of Logan should be the end of this era of X-Men movies. Right. New Mutants whether it happens or not should be the start of a new continuity. Right. And Deadpool can exist anywhere yeah, that he, anywhere he yeah, wants. That's not. So I I that's think the that's the X-Force universe. Yeah, I think that's that's what should happen because the canon is so fucked up in the X Men world that they need a they need a hard reboot. Just yeah. start from And this is the perfect it's a perfect time to that. It is. And I think they're too scared. Yeah. But I don't really know why they would be because if they're for sure losing Hugh Jackman, yeah. Then what difference does it make? If they weren't, then I could understand yeah. them wanting to stick with this continuity, but right. If they are, what difference does it make? It seems, I mean, every review, I haven't read a full review, but I've just seen, like, little snippets that everybody just says it's the perfect ending for this character. Yeah, yeah. Which just fucks me up. I am excited about, and this is not a spoiler, this is just from uh, the description, the plot description that's on IMDb. Fans of Messiah Complex... And its subsequent series, right. I think, will be, I don't know, pleased or not, but they'll be interested, which those are, those are, that particular story is one of my favorites. Gotcha. So, uh, yeah, that's about We're it. pumped. Got tickets. Best seats in the house, in the dome. In the dome. Fucking fired up. I'm psyched. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for news. That's it? That's it. Wow, I thought there was more. Short Tremendous. Yeah. All right. So now... Round one was last week. There, you know, it's disputed. I'm disputing. He's his, disputing. It's three for I'm three. I'm saying it's. I got three for three. I think he needs to re-listen to the episode. It's not. You don't just get one guess. You know, it's. You can take a while. Yeah, but I need. You, I did I the same thing. I didn't ask you for hints. You know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> didn't ask me for hints. All right. Well, let's just. Well, we'll. You want to look? We'll take a point away from me. Okay. All right. We'll say we're, we're tied. tied up. Two for two, tied two up. and three. Two for two for two. Two for two. All right. Okay. So we're starting at zero, basically. Yes. All right. So this is name that movie. Roll it. You want to start it? I'll start it. All right. My first one. On the air, unaware. On the air, unaware. 
on air? Wrong. No. On the air. On the air. On oh. Air. Some kind of radio. Good morning, Vietnam? No. Wrong. On the air. Unaware. You're going to want to jump off a bridge (laughs) if you don't get this. On the air, unaware. On the air. Unaware. But unaware. They don't know. Truman Show? Yeah. Yay! Good job. God damn it. On the air. (laughs) All right, hit me. All right. I'm going to give you the the easy one. Okay, that's what I just did. What? Yeah. That was the easy one. (laughs) Mischief, mayhem, soap. Fight Club? Yeah. Yay! That was fast. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) All right, ready? Yeah. His story will touch you, even though he can't. His story will touch you, even though he can't. So someone that can't touch you. There's some repercussions. If he touches somebody. Yes. His story will touch you. I'm patting my heart. Even though he can't. The boy and the... Is it Bubble Boy? It's not Bubble Boy. (laughs) I see where you're going. It it applies to Bubble Boy, but it's not Bubble Boy. I'll give you a half point for Bubble Boy, but but let's keep... His story... Shout out Bubble Boy real quick. Oh, great movie. His story will touch you. Even though he can't. His story will touch you, even though he can't. God, I suck at this. Um, I don't know. I give up. He gave up on the on the record. He gave up. I gave you, up. Is there a hint I can give you? Like, can I? Should I? Do, are you asking for a hint? All right, I'll take a hint. I'll take a hint. I'll take a hint. Um, very very dark and dramatic in tone, but lighthearted in everything else. The story will touch you, but you can't. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> His story will touch you, even though he can't. Yeah, I get, th- I get it. Are you ready? Are yeah, you I, I, I can see it. I give up. Edward Scissor. Oh my god! <laughs> so stupid. We're one and one right now, right? <sighs> Fuck me. All right. <laughs> no, you get. Well, you got a half point. You know, you got a half point for for both. <laughs> For bubble. <laughs> so you're one one point five and one and, and um All right. here we go. Last time he fought against his sworn enemies. This time he will fight with them. Last time he fought against his sworn enemies. This time he'll fight with them. This is a very this is a very common theme. Last time he fought against his sworn enemies. Dancing with wolves? Wrong. <laughs> oh. Last time he fought against his sworn enemies. This time, that's not the case. He's fighting with them. Last of the Mohicans? No. Wrong. <laughs> Why do I keep going Native American in this one? <laughs> uh, so think about what this tagline implies. He's, tra- he's, a, he's a traitor. <laughs> or he was betrayed. This is Minority Report. No. no. <laughs> uh, shit, man, dude, I don't. Do you hint? Yeah. So last time implies. That oh, it... it's a sequel. There you go. Blade Two. There you go. Yay! <laughs> His mortal enemy. Yeah. Dude, there's another. Wow. 
His sworn enemies. It's, it's, oh. it's, it's in the tagline. Oh, sworn enemies. Yeah, last time he fought against his sworn, sworn enemies. That was a good one. Yeah. Blade 2 is a good pick. It's a great pick. All right. Here's my number three. I, I don't think you're going to get this, <laughs> but I but I hope uh-huh. that you do. Okay. Fear can hold you prisoner. Hope can set you free. Oh, my God. I know what this is. Fear can hold you prisoner. Hope. Is it prisoners? No. no. <laughs> okay. Fear can hold you prisoner. Hold you prisoner. Hope can set you free. Think about what I I gave you a hint for this a couple hours ago. There's there's something inside that that, that they they can't touch. Oh my god. <laughs> um. Hope. Fear can hold you prisoner. <laughs> Hope. Can set you free. There's something inside that they can't Shawshank. touch. Yeah. Yay! Terrific. Woo! <laughs> 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 Alright. You got one for me? No, because the one I have, I have no service right now, oh. so I can't look up the other one. It's from Braveheart. Oh, great. Yeah. So does that mean I win? Or? You win, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I DQ myself because of my... Wow. Non-specific tagline. Wow. So. Oh, my God. I'm the winner. You're the winner. <laughs> this time it's fair. This time it's fair. Ladies and gentlemen. It's fair. Let the record show. <laughs> I edited that down a lot. Those you at home. There's a lot of fumbles in that There's one. There's a, a, a lot of dead air. Uh, shit. All right. All right. Should we do our cool. top five? So. All right. So now we're going to move on over to top five. Roll it. All right. So this week, our particular movie um, really abused the pop song, uh, like, the element of using a pop song in just Just, just putting a fun. scene to a ver- like a super famous song. To make it more fun or whatever. Five minutes into the fucking movie, there's like eight of the most famous songs ever written played. Yeah. And it's just it's insane. Uh, uh, it's uh, watching it today. We watched it again today before the episode just to remind myself. And it's so much worse than I remember it being. Yeah, it's not good. We're not there yet. We'll talk. We're going to get there soon. But so, yeah, now it, we're in their case. It's a bunch of shitty Scenes lined up to like really popular and some some amazing songs. Some are like throwaway. The songs yeah. you just don't ever need to hear again. In your yeah, life. for sure. So now we're gonna do our top five instances of great scenes and great songs lining up with each other. You want to set it off? I'll start it off. Uh, my first one is um, "Your Silent Face" by New Order hmm. in Bronson. Fantastic. It's uh, when he is basically. He's getting let out of prison for the first time, mm-hmm. and it's because they can't afford to keep him there anymore because he's causing oh, too wow, much damage. Right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's him collecting his suit, his watch, his uh, all of his like personal effects, mm-hmm. and it's to the beginning of Your Silent Face by New Order, and it's That's really cool. it's like kind of fun and bouncy, but also you're like they're letting this guy out right. of prison. I have a thing. feeling our lists are going to be really different. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's good shit. Great song, one of my favorite New Order songs, and yeah, <laughs> love Bronson. So, all right, my number five is Twist and Shout, Ferris Bueller's oh, Day. That's great. Yeah. I almost put that on mine. You did? Yeah, I did. All right, good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's like one of the most memorable scenes of my childhood. 
Just a movie. Yeah, anybody who likes movies has seen over ten times. I had not heard the Beatles version of that song before really? I saw the movie. So I was like, is Matthew Broderick? Yeah. Is Matthew Broderick singing this song? Yeah. So. Does he have a great voice? Right. <laughs> it's fucking badass. So, uh, yeah. Great scene. Great scene. Yeah. Great Shuts song. down Chicago, basically. And that is true. Yeah. It's awesome. His dad's watching. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. All right. Number four. Hit it, dude. My number four is Suzanne by Weezer. In Mallrats? At the end yes, of Mallrats. Yes, dude, game five. Oh, incredible. That's not on my list, but I thought about it. It's, uh, All that I it's a B-side that got cut from the Blue Album. Right. Maybe one of their best songs ever. Absolutely. Which is crazy that they can write so many good songs to cut a song. Dude, like I know. A song that sick. Yeah. And, uh, that happens a lot. It happens with Weezer a lot. Dude, you know, you know that band Live? Yeah. That song, Hold Me Up, mm-hmm. that's in Zack and Mary Make a Porno. During the sex scene? Is a B-side. Is it really? And that song is unbelievable. It's a great song. Yeah. And, it, and they didn't want it on the soundtrack because it's a B-side. So they only, like... Did not, Kevin Smith love dude, B-sides? He might. Yeah, that's crazy. That song is so unbelievably insane and he wouldn't let him they wouldn't let him put it on the soundtrack that's nice so like that that movie has like the best quality version of that song Mm -hmm. in existence really yeah did they remaster it for the movie i think so like Uh i have like a 128 kilobyte rip of it that sounds like ass really but when you watch the movie it sounds great crystal crystal cool that's a great scene too dude yeah that is a good one that's an underrated that could be on the list (laughs) honestly all right yeah. Damn. So Crazy. yeah, Suzanne, name of the name of the monkey also, and it's the prologue to Jane Silent Bob's trick back. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, love the movie. Number four for me. I'm not gonna explain anything mm-hmm. uh, because I just hope that people have seen this movie or will watch this movie. Ride of the Valkyries, <laughs> Apocalypse Now. You don't need to say much more. No. <laughs> That's, I don't know if that really counts, it by the way, but it's, it's wonderful. 100%. It's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen Apocalypse Now, definitely stop listening and watch It'll that. It'll be a dummy. Um, so is that my number three now? Yep. My number three is uh, Still DRE by Dr. Dre <laughs> in Training Day. <laughs> Our lists are completely different. <laughs> and so This is like the first time, maybe, outside of sports movies. Yeah. That our lists are like have nothing conflicting because it's such a broad. It is list. I think that I don't know. It, I don't particularly think that um, that scene or that movie is like the best ever or anything like that. Right. But when he when they get into his car, he hits the hydraulics, and that song comes on. And it just hits. Yeah, it's like a ton of bricks. Yeah, you get jacked on it for a second. I love it. So uh, yeah. Great movie. Yeah, it's, it is a good movie. One of the only things, I, Ethan Hawke is like one of the most whatever actors in the world. You to think me. so? Oh yeah. You, you don't like him? I I do now. Yeah. Have you seen Gattaca? Yeah. I think he's great. But man. he it was just he was a lot like Amy Adams where it would be like oh I gotta go I I gotta go see the new Amy yeah, yeah. Adams movie like I've never said that mm-hmm. but then I just saw Arrival. And it's like, she I'm, a straight up, in I'm a straight-up Amy Adams fan. Uh-huh. And I think I feel the same. I didn't really like Boyhood uh-huh. as a movie, but I think Ethan Hawke fucking... I've murdered. always been an Ethan Hawke fan. That's why. I think Reality Bites, um, Gattaca, Training Day. Had you, did you ever see that movie Daybreakers? No. It's like a vampire movie that he's in. Pretty good. All right. Yeah. Good shit. I'm a fan. All right. My number three. 
I got you, babe. Groundhog Day. <laughs> nice. It's throughout the entire movie. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. It's a straight up. It's a straight up plot device mm-hmm. in the movie. And it's the reason I know the song. And that's how I know it's used effectively. Mm-hmm. I would not know this fucking song if not for, right. for Groundhog Day. Sonny and Cher. I don't give a shit about Sonny and Cher. I, I got end up you, like Bobo. babe. Exactly. That's just good <laughs> sense. Yeah, that's sick. Good that's stuff. my number three. Um, my number two is Fade Into You by Mazzy oh Starr in Angus. One of the most devastating yeah. pieces of music ever. And then the scene that follows it up, that, that dance scene, right. when he tells off Dawson's fucking creek <laughs> about being a piece of shit, basically. It's a beautiful song. It is. And it's we use really well. Um, That's like one of me and Danielle's like, songs. Yeah. You know? you got it. It's, it's good. beautiful. It's a great it's song. A, it writes itself. It does. Yeah. Also, special shout-out to another Weezer B-side that happens like a few seconds after that. Hmm. I gave, uh, You Gave Your Love to Me Softly. Mm. Um, probably my top five favorite Weezer songs ever. Wow. Also in that scene. Good shit, so, Yeah. My number two, Dust in the Wind, old school. <laughs> <laughs> I almost put an old Did school you? song on my list. See? You got Will Ferrell beautifully singing this track. <laughs> Just murdering it. Because Blue... Blue. It's his passed boy. Away. He's his boy. He passed away. Beautiful rendition of the song. I almost put Sound of Silence on mine. I almost... I had it on mine. I took, <laughs> Did it, you really? I took it off for, for <laughs> Twist and Check. That's just too easy. It is. Sound of Silence? Yeah. It's too easy. Well, it's also in a million movies. Yeah. yeah. But it was, I mean... Yeah. Well, what you do you mean in old school? You were putting, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant for the graduate. No. Oh, well, that's even that's it, cool. You should. It's done. also it's also used really well in Watchmen. It is. Yeah. yeah. Watchmen has a great soundtrack. It does. Dude, that Smashing Pumpkins song. It's great. I used to listen to it that slaps. on the reg. Yeah, it's great. Good. Focus. I considered putting the uh, Bob Dylan from the intro. Mm-hmm. So true. All right. Number one. Number Hit one. Me, from a little movie that you came over to the house watching me watch. Ah. Uh, the song is Burn by The Cure. Right. From the movie The Crow. Everybody burn. And this is even more special because they wrote it for the movie. And it's an incredible track. Dude, fucking track and a half. It, Have you ever read like interviews about them and that song? No. They don't remember it. Well, I knew they didn't play it. They ever. don't know that it exists. That's insane. How fucking crazy is that? They're like, yeah, we just kind of threw something together, and there it was. They are so sick, and like such, f- like when they were recording pornography, mm-hmm. they got like mountains of trash, and slept in the studio, and they were just high on meth the whole time. That's and that's, that. dude, that's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, and then you just write like dark, fucked up pop music, mm-hmm. like. That's so cool. They really lived the gimmick there. Oh yeah, I oh. I think this song goes so well with the mo- with the scene it's in. Dude, yeah, when he that's his, it's when he's getting he's ready, figuring it out. And fun fact, I told you this yesterday, or maybe a couple days ago. Um, since we're a John Wick super fan podcast, yeah, this is a part two of the John Wick. Um, <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen. Two people directed uh, the first John Wick movie. One of them, who is now directing, um, he directed John Wick 2, and he's going to direct a Highlander remake. 
Fuck. Which is insane. That's crazy. Uh, he was... Is Christopher Lambert going to play, play the Sean Connery part? I hope not. I hope he does. <laughs> he is a terrible actor. <laughs> what, you don't fuck with the first Mortal Kombat? I do. He's eight awful. songs he's from that. Awful in my it. whole list was almost <laughs> the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. <laughs> but uh, so he was—he's been friends with Keanu since the Matrix. That's oh. how he Keanu is the one that got them the John Wick job. Wow! Because they were his stunt team, and uh, this guy was Brandon Lee's stunt double on Picture Set that, of the Crow. Could have fucking straight up died. Yeah, and could have been him instead. After Brandon Lee was shot. Uh, they had about eight days left of shooting to do, and the director of John Wick 2 and the co-director of John Wick 1, he was the body double for Brandon Lee Dude. to complete the movie. Insane. Insane. Unbelievable. Anyway, he he's the one that's in the scene. Wow. With, uh, oh, really? With the song. That's him? That's a, that's a CGI scene. Wow. Yeah. Good CGI. You, can't, you, you don't it, really know. They use it so sparingly right. that you don't notice, That's really. That's fucking great. But that, that scene is, is CGI, CGI face, and then one toward the end wow. is also. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. My number one. Probably pretty obvious for me. <clears throat> Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh. Wayne's World. I, I, I wanted to put that, but I thought it would be... I don't care. Yeah. And no, this, it's wonderful. In this instance, because one... Like, this song fucked me, my whole world up. As, oh, yeah. a, as a kid watching Wayne's World, it was like, what is this? This yeah. song is literally every genre of music combined. Mm-hmm. And the fact that what it did for the song, where it made it a hit. It made it a hit for the fir- yeah. Like, a straight-up number one mm-hmm. charting hit for years. After. Was this... This was only, like, a year after... He died. Federer Mercury passed, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I, I don't know about that. I think he died in, like, 91. Wow. And then Wayne's World was 92. This 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 scene was built around the song. Yeah, absolutely. They, they tried to get them so hard to use a Guns N' Roses song. Oh. And they were like, no, we wrote this part for Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it. And they fought and fought and fought and finally did it. And it's like one of the most iconic yeah, parts. Yeah, absolutely. Of the movie, if not the most iconic. After I made my list, I looked up like what is generally considered some of was the best ones. Oh yeah. Okay. It, I I looked up like top 50 list, top 20 list, uh-huh. a top 5 That's list. In all top, of them? It's in all of them. Wow. Yeah. Deservingly so. Absolutely. For sure. Do you have any honorable mentions? I I have like I said a lot of them. Here's here's all my honorable mentions. Napalm Death, Twist the Knife Slowly in Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Uh Blood and Fire, Type O Negative in Mortal Kombat. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> The Fear Factory song from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dead Again, Typo Negative, and Saw 6. <laughs> uh, uh, Ramallah, Days of Revenge, Punish Wars. Punish Wars. Those are my own. I had uh, Ruby Tuesday, Rolling Stones, Roll Ten and Bombs. Get out of here. I know. My, my list is a lot less hard than yeah. yours. <laughs> uh... You give your love to me softly, Angus. Mm-hmm. Um, I had another one just on the tip of my tongue. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, tonight. Yeah. It's all random. I'm gonna be <laughs> that one is so well set up. And actually- <laughs> great song. One of the best songs ever. It's great. So, Those, That's our top five. Top five. That's and your shit. number one leads us into our... It does because Bohemian the song the movie ends with Bohemian. It Rhapsody, does, right? And the and the first trailer that got everyone's dick hard was Bohemian. Was Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody? Really? Yeah. 
I don't remember that. It was. I remember it being... What was the other one? It was like some slow, shitty cover of something. Oh, no. That was the Comic-Con footage. That wasn't the oh, official trailer. Oh, gotcha. Um, I forget what song it was. Oh, it was um, I Started a Joke. That shit was sick. Yeah. That was when I was like, this movie's going to rock. Because <laughs> that's a great song. It is. And, the dude, Faith No More covers that song, too, and, like... It's so cool. They did a they did a movie uh, a, a video for it, mm-hmm. and fucking Martin Freeman is in it. Oh, really? Yeah, that's great. So weird. You know, a lot of people beef the uh, the somber cover because it's either a, dog shit or like or really cool. affect. Yeah, Ugeberg. you know who the first one to do it was? I think that was popular. Was Social Network? Get out of here! With it was this guy in Social Network, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, who I love social. Who network. loves Social Network? <laughs> who on earth, aside from like Mark Zuckerberg, has seen Social Network more than once? <laughs> Me. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. And it was, um, fuck! I just had the, t- the song on the tip of my tongue. It was, uh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> All right, never mind. Well, that, that, it's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. All right, so we're talking about we're, Suicide Squad. So, yeah, we're talking about Suicide Squad. Uh, but before we do that, we've got a new little segment. We've got a new segment. We're we're gonna fan cast something that has been announced. The Gotham City Sirens. It's a uh, motion picture. I think it was in response to people only liking Harley Quinn and right. Deadshot. So they're going to give Harley Quinn her own starring movie. And, and Mar- Margot Robbie's producing it. She's She brought a writer on board. Um, she brought it to the studio. Yeah, this is her movie. So, um, so yeah, we're going to so fan cast it. Let's do this fan cast. Roll it. So the cast of uh, Gotham City Sirens, in the books at least, is usually Harley Quinn, Catwoman, uh, Poison Ivy, and Barbara Gordon, Oracle. Yeah. So that's who we will be fan casting. And we we are also going to do our uh, Joker. Right. Um, Because... Because we'll get because into we it later. Can, to because, be honest, yeah. because we want to. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, who do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with Catwoman. Okay. You want you want to say well? My pick for Catwoman, and I'll give you my reasons why first okay. before I tell you the name. Catwoman, longtime love interest mm-hmm. slash um, nemesis with Batman. Mm-hmm. So if we're sticking with the older Batman in his mid forties, uh, I'm picking an actress who is also in her mid forties. Okay. So that he's not hooking up with like a 25 year old. Yeah, damn. I didn't really think yeah. about that. So my pick is Furiosa herself, Charlize Theron. Wow, that's a great pick. Yeah. She's she's got blonde hair, which is no, that's fine. One my, Michelle Williams was one of my original picks for, oh, really? for this and you know, she's fucking she's, she's blonde. blonde. But, but uh it. she's got the to aid the acting chops, she's Oscar, she's an Oscar winner. Absolutely. And she's got the action chops and she's you know, smoking. She's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. and beautiful. She, so, that's a great pick. Yeah, that's my Catwoman. So my Catwoman, Catwoman. So each of us for one of these categories, maybe, are gonna dish out two names. Mm-hmm. If you know, feel comfortable. We just don't want to have like five or six fucking options for something. We want to keep it short. But Catwoman is the one where I've got a I've bunch. Got, I've got two. Okay. So my first one will be Morena Baccarin from Deadpool. Oh. I don't think she's. I don't think she would do it though. I think I don't know if she would do it, but because I think she's going to be in Deadpool too, right? Yeah. So my other one, okay. Zoe Saldana. 
She can't do it either. You know, she's in Guardians. Can't, can't, and and won't are two very different things. I, I mean, does are the, is there a contractual clause? I guarantee there is. Yeah, you think so? Like, there's a no, no no competing clause. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that exists. Wow. Yeah. So Olivia Munn couldn't do it either. She could probably because she's uh, X Men. She's, she's X Men's under Disney. Out. That was that's kind of another yeah. idea I had. Yeah, I think th- I think that can happen. I wanted to, I I pictured it to somebody somebody with Hispanic yeah roots that works, but um, a Latina think, actress as as Selena Kyle. I think I, I once think. your contract is over, mm. then you can do whatever okay. you want. But like once they're not going to use your character anymore, gotcha. you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, I don't think Zoe Saldana is going anywhere. No, in the, there's no these, way. in the Marvel no universe. Way. All right, what do you got next? Uh, Oracle. Okay, I got. Jessica Chastain. Very interesting. Yeah. She's a redhead. She's great. Great really actress. Good, really good actress. Yeah. And she, if, she, if you're listening, you get to sit in a chair the whole time. Yeah. No, so. that's badass. <laughs> yeah. That's like one of my dream things is to play like a dead body on a show <laughs> or something. Because people just like inspect you and yeah. shit and you just lay there. I was watching. That sounds awesome. Have you seen uh, The Bone Collector? No. It's a Denzel Washington and uh, Angelina Jolie. It's from like the late 90s. Mm-hmm. He plays uh, quadriplegic. It's- Job he's ever. a police detective, but wow. he's a quadriplegic. So he sits in a bed, in a bed the whole movie, <laughs> talking into like a screen. Basically, really? yeah, that, that had awesome. to be like the chillest acting so cool. job ever. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, Jessica Chastain. All right, Oracle, Barbara Gordon for me. Anya Taylor Joy. Oh yes, she's got the the frailness mm-hmm. that would eventually be needed, and she's got the confidence. For early Barbara, you know? yeah, and she's the youth for early Barbara. Exactly, yeah. But then we've seen how how sensitive she can be, you know, because mm-hmm. Oracle gets fucked up. Yeah, Barbara oh, gets fucked she up. gets yeah, it's dealt a real bad hand. Uh, so if, if that's the case, you know, then we know how well that she can play that. Yeah, but that but she has that mental toughness that Barbara has at the same time. I like your pick because oh, especially over mine because Jessica Chastain is older. Mm-hmm. She's almost. I'm sure Barbara's got to be younger. I'm sure she's in her mid to late thirties. Right. So, if you make her in her, I think Anya Taylor Joy's one in her twenty years old. She's twenty. Twenty. That means you make Dick twenty also. Right. There it is. And and then there, there's your movie. Yeah. You know, it's a good choice. It's a good pick. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy. I have Paula Patton. Who's Paula Patton? That sounds familiar. She was in Flight. No, she wasn't in flight. She was in Twenty One, uh, Two Guns, with uh, Denzel and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> she was in. Um, I know I'll recognize her face. Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation, not Rogue Nation. The one before that, Ghost Protocol. She's in that one. I'm pretty sure. Oh. She's married to Robin Thicke. Yes, she. Is. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know her. She's in the Do Over. Yeah, I'm saying oh. that's where I recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not see. Oh, she's in. She's in Precious, based on the novel. Yes. Pushed by Sapphire. The audio, the, the audio book, kind of a bookworm. <laughs> <laughs> the novelization of the movie Precious, based on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. <laughs> All right, yeah. She's in that. She's. Oh in yeah, that. no, she's good. She's in Precious. So that's your poison ivy. That's my poison ivy. Interesting. Yeah. My poison ivy pick is Bryce Dallas Howard. Ah. 
Gwen Stacy. Yeah. Gwen Stacy herself. Exactly. That's a good pick, too. I was, like, thinking... That and and uh, Barbara Gordon I was having trouble with because I couldn't think of that many redheaded actor actresses. Dude, there's a ton out there. I just couldn't Emma think of Emma Stone. Isla Fisher. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. They're out there. They're out there. And they're all fantastic. But Bryce Dallas Howard... Yeah. You can see that... Uh, so, she's in this episode of Black Mirror mm-hmm. where she is just, like... Psychotic. Yeah. And it's because of the way that, like, social networking has affected civilization. Mm-hmm. And she, and now we see that she can play, she's like playing crazy in the episode yeah. on purpose to, to get people to like her, but she doesn't know that she's playing crazy. So if, if she was Poison Ivy and she's aware that she's just this fucking, like, evil, conniving, mm-hmm. sicko. I think she could do it really well. That sounds good. Yeah. I have one other pick, now that you mentioned Black Mirror, that made me think of it. The San Junipero episode. Mm. Mackenzie Davis. Right. She was in The Martian and something yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, She's awesome. She'd be a good Barbara Gordon, too. She would definitely. Because she's... Now, that episode... Yeah. Brought us to t- two tears. We're not. We're not going to... We're going to actively try to not talk about TV on here, because yeah. I'll get wrapped up all day. But that episode is so beautiful, and she fucking she kills it, kill, knocks it out of the park. Yeah, so she. Yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, she'd great be a good uh, Barbara Gordon to me. I agree. All right, so now we're gonna do something fun because we want to figure out the Joker. <laughs> so we were just watching Suicide Squad. All right, let's get this out of the way. I'm a huge Jared Leto fan. Like, I'm I'm a fan. I, I would. I'm, I'm not a fan. I'm literally a thirty seconds to Mars dude. <laughs> that is the crazy. You said some crazy things on this show. <laughs> That's I can't, by far. I can't wait for. Uh, I think that, I can think of like three or four people that are gonna tweet at me on Monday, calling me a fucking psycho <laughs> for my middle of the road opinions. I, I don't think you. I'm saying that anything that. No, outrageous. I don't think you are, but you're insane. <laughs> so anyway, I'm a big Jared Little fan. I think he's insufferable. I think he's annoying. As the Joker. No, no, no. As as a human being, you love him. I think he's great. I think as he's a, great in American Psycho. I think he's a great performer. And Dallas Buyers Club. I think he's a he has a beautiful voice. I don't know. I don't think I've ever heard it. He, What's their hit? What's thirty? They seconds got a to bunch rock? of hits, dude. They got Thirty Rock from Mars. Thirty Seconds to Mars. The sec- Kill. What's that? Um, Thirty Mars. I forget, Mars? I forget how it goes now. All See? of a sudden, no, I know it. How's it go? It goes. Um, What's their best? Oh, Marry me, oh, that's them. That's them. That's interesting. That's I a, saw somebody sing that at karaoke one time. Yeah, and they blew it. That's a good ass. It. That's a good ass song too. That's funny. He's got some. He's got some pipes. He's got some pipes. He's got some notes to it. Right, well, either way, we anyway, want to get his ass the fuck a, out of here. <laughs> so we were watching this movie, and he was, I think, trying to cha- trying to channel some Mark Hamill. But instead, mostly channeling Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah. Like watching it again and thinking about that, it's like the laugh and everything, the way he talks. There's a few moments where he's great, where he's got this like really deep. When, yeah, when he's dark and like, yeah. he, and he's and the evil's out instead of him just being like wacky zany. Yeah. Really? <laughs> <laughs> he just is Ace Ventura. He is mixed with the mask. Yeah. It's rough and it's really disappointing because when you heard his name, like Jared Lewis, like, oh, this like, could really rough. Especially because he came off Dallas Buyers Club that yeah. he killed hot. in. Yeah, like, hot fire. And then they put out the promo image on like the Joker's anniversary. Of, oh boy, of the tats. Yeah. And then the internet exploded. And, it was, and then and then wasn't there some statement where it was like, don't worry, he's not yeah. gonna look like this. Yeah. And, and they were like, uh, no. 
God, what a disaster! So All right. we're gonna we're gonna fan cast the Joker based on our desire right. to ha- not have him in this. Absolutely, you want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. So obviously, my first pick in a in a perfect world yes. would be Mark Hamill. Okay. Because he knows the role so well, he's never gotten to physically do it. No. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think he really deserves that chance, but. Th- it's slim to none. He's old. Ha- happening. Mm-hmm. So my real pick is James McAvoy. He's Professor X, though. I know, but who cares? That's, that's too iconic. Is he, though, or is Patrick Stewart Professor? Fuck it. Don't, don't, don't iconic me when fucking Ian McKellen is in it, okay? That's true. He's two See? iconic characters. Exactly. You're right. You're right. You can, he can totally do that. And it's, But, dude, seeing Split, this dude... Yeah, you're right. Went full-on method for 24 roles. He can do it for one. He can be a complete fucking psycho. Uh-huh. I, I really believe in James McAvoy right now. Yeah. I think he would knock it out of the park. You're probably Straight right. up. He won't get the chance to because Jared Leto, I don't think, is going anywhere. I don't know. I, I wonder if he's got the same, like, Ben Affleck jitters where he's like... Well, no one fucking Nobody likes me. me at all. Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> Which I hope Ben Affleck gets over it because I want him. Oh, me too. But Jared Leto, in the back of my head, though, I want to see a tattoo-less, better-acted Jared Leto fight Ben Affleck. It's not going to happen. How can they explain I, that? <sighs> it's too late. It is too late. And that that's a—the real big problem DC has is they— They rush it all. They rush they it all. They didn't think about it. And they don't think—like— they don't talk to the. I feel like they don't talk to their filmmakers where they're like, "Hey Ben, this is what Jared's gonna look like in this movie." What do you think? What do you think? Does this type of Joker fit into the movie you're making? Right. And I guarantee you, Ben Affleck is probably like, "Fuck no, no this, this looks sucks, stupid." Yeah. So, I don't know. My, what's, so what's your my pick? pick is still Ben Foster. Okay. Ben Foster is probably the most underrated actor working today. Yeah. I think. Um, all the way back from a Canadian show that aired on Disney Channel mm. called Flash Forward. Mm. I think he's been great since then. He had Freaks and Geeks after Freaks and that. Geeks, dude. His role in Freaks and Geeks is incredible. He just loves Three's Company. He- <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he's been in like just a bunch of little roles. He yeah. was uh, he was the human familiar in 30 Days of Night. I don't know if you remember that. Right. And he was creepy in that. Sick movie. Uh, he's been in... Um, he was in uh, X three. Oh god! <laughs> I don't blame him for that. He, no, it, he didn't do enough to offend me. No, he had a, he had an opportunity to, to play a fucking great character. Yeah. So, and then Hell or High Water, where he oh my god robbed life ro- career changing performance robbed of an Oscar yeah. nomination in Hell or High Water, per, like movie making performance. Yeah, I think he was better than Jeff Bridges in the movie. Sure, absolutely. He just doesn't have the clout, maybe, no. or the He'll, he's got some shit coming to him after so. that. So it's going to be, I think him, he and Marshall Ali are going to have really they're gonna good, have good the, year, the next good two years, years for them are going to fucking rock. So I, I would like him as, uh, and he's approaching his forties. So right. he's about, he's in the range of being about the same age as Affleck. That's yeah. So, you're right. No, that's, that's true. So yeah. Ben Foster. It's a good pick. And that's it. Now uh, we're going to talk about our particular movie. Yeah, We've is, already talked about it a little bit. This is a long episode, but, man, we got a lot of ground to cover here. So let's get it going. Roll it. Talking about our particular movie. 
Suicide Squad, Suicide directed by Squad. David Ayer, starring uh, M&M's Without Me, um, uh, uh, CCR, Par- Paranoid by Black Sabbath, uh, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, the song in the beginning, the song, what's Harley the song? Quinn song, Harley, oh, You Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore. So Every this, fucking four seconds, a new, very popular song starts playing. And it's, like, the most—it's, it's like, sickening past a certain point. So, when this got announced after BBS got announced, mm-hmm. they said David Ayer is going to write and direct it. David Ayer wrote Training Day. Right. David Ayer wrote and directed End of Watch. Mm-hmm. He wrote Sick. and directed Fury. Mm-hmm. He's made a couple bad movies. He did um, Harsh Times with Christian Bale. Did you ever see that? No. That's a pile of shit. Right. That's a... It's not good. Gotcha. And that's his... That was like his first post-Batman Begins movie, Christian Bale. It was not oh, good. Oh, yeah. That's rough. Um, and then he also did Sabotage with Arnold. Oh. Yeah. I kind of like Sabotage. It's it's not as bad as no, no. the critics said it was, no, but it's still, not, was cool. it's still not that good. Did you ever see... Dude, what was the movie that Arnold and Stallone did? Uh, where they were breaking out of prison? Yes. Uh, Fuck. I hate I that. Forget. I, I hate that. I Lockdown? can't think. Lockdown. I know. I don't think it's called Lockdown, but amazing movie. Is it? I never watched. Dude, it. it's like a it's like a total like eighties yeah. throwback, and it really feels like. Did it. you see the Last Stand? The Last Stand is awesome. Last Stand is awesome. Dude, Arnold, I'm an Arnold Mark for yeah, life for sure. Nothing. But that those are that is an actual legit. Last Stand movie. is a straight up sick movie. Whatever that fucking uh, the, the prison escape movie is called. What is it called? I don't the, es- know. the escape. Is it the escape? It's something like escape something. Yeah. But dude, amazing. <laughs> All right, we're getting off track. So anyway, they announced it, writing and directing it, yeah. and I was like, "Fuck yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I like this guy's." Yeah. And he also um, he wrote U five seven one. Did you ever see that? It's a good movie. Matthew McConaughey. Oh, big fan. Um. So I was psyched. Then he cast freaking Margot Robbie fresh off Wolf yeah. of Wall Street. And it was like, okay, good. Perfect right. casting. Yeah. Will Smith cast Deadshot. Deadshot. Incredible. Before we talk shit about the movie, let's Those just two. let's just clarify. Margot Robbie, fantastic. In the She's movie. great. Great Harley Quinn. Will Smith. I felt like I was watching Men in Black again. Dude, it's like vintage Will Smith. Straight up. He, you can't say anything bad about him aside from a couple lines of dialogue that he had nothing to do. Yeah, with. Yeah, he wrote him. He didn't. He Dude, didn't write him. He so. fucking murdered. He crushed him. it for sure. With I, this is one of the worst big budget action movies like ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without Will Smith, I think it would have been the worst. Yeah, it's definitely rough. Like big, huge budget theatrical mm-hmm. release. Based off some heralded source material. So then, after those two were announced, we had Tom Hardy as Rick Flagg. And it was like, oh my god, this is... It's insane. gonna crush. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, he fucking dropped. Yeah. Because he has a He's brain. He's a smart guy. Yeah. Uh, then we had Jai Courtney as Boomerang, which everyone was like... Uh, that's not a good sign, dude. And he kind of killed it. He too. did. This is his he. He's my like. A, <laughs> after rewatching it right now, he. I know I just praised Will Smith, but I think Jack Courtney's like my favorite part of the movie. He's hilarious. He has so many great lines of dialogue, and I love the Australian accent. Uh-huh. Big fan of it. Yeah, it it really pops me. 
So basically, every time he speaks, um, you're I, down. I, I you're laugh. In. I love it. He was good. He's not good in Terminator Genesis. No, no, no. He's not good in basically anything. anything. Else that he, he was good in Jack Reacher because he didn't talk at all. Sure. Um, so then we have him. We have uh, Jay Hernandez as Diablo. Mr. Echo as Killer Croc. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, Killer Croc looks incredible, too. Like, he does visually, they, they'd kill I'm, I'm surprised they didn't go the CGI route. I agree. It's really cool that they didn't. Yeah. And then we have um, Slipknot. Yeah. Detective Lake Det- from SVU <laughs> as Slipknot. The disgraced Detective yeah, Lake. Yeah, for real. Um, oh, yeah. He did what he had to do. He did. I would have done the same thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so we have a cast that is. There's a lot of potential. There's a lot of. We thought. Oh, the, and then the, fucking Ike Barinholtz. Oh my god. He, we'll get into that. Dude, we'll get into that. Uh, on that, before we do that, on the IMDb page forever, it he was listed as Hugo Strange. Ike Barinholtz, if you haven't seen um, Suicide Squad. He is... He's just like a fucking prison he, captain who's he's, like really funny and sarcastic. He's in uh, Neighbors. He's the friend in yeah, Neighbors. He's in, uh, he's in the Mindy Project. Project. Yeah. Fucking OG uh, Mad TV. He's really he funny. He is so funny. He's really funny. Uh, and he's really funny in this too, but when I was watching it, I was so confused because I still thought he was Hugo Strange. And he was a prison guard. And he's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, what are they, what are they doing with this character? Yeah. Is he going to break them out? Like, <laughs> what is this? So, great cast, great team behind the camera, uh, great, great guy writing it. We thought the formula was all. It was there. there. Then we got the uh, the Comic Con footage from last, and it was year. like, oh my god. Well, it was, I think it was the. I, I loved it. The reception was split down the middle, though. Dude, I was pumped from the first trailer to to the second trailer. Yeah, I liked to it. To anything else, I was like, I, I I really had faith in it. When they showed Jared Leto at the end as the Joker, and he's like. I'm just gonna hurt you. Yeah, really. That I, it was like, wow. Okay, he's if, doing it. If Jared was that, yeah, the whole movie, yeah, sold. Yeah, stay, please. I agree. So then, um, BVS came out. <laughs> Didn't look too good. No. And I think they had an internal shift where they're like, well, they didn't like the tone of that. Let's make this really silly. Let's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That went right. over really well. Exactly. This is kind of like Let's that. Let's just do that exactly. And then they released the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, and everyone loved it. Mm-hmm. It was like the hit. Best trailer of the year, probably. Right. Then they had the um, the second trailer was Ballroom Blitz. Yeah, that was sick too. That was a great one. The yeah. I started joke was the Comic Con footage. Okay, that, and that rocked. That was that, that uh, the the Comic Con footage. I was really like, man, I'm I'm in. I think that was what the movie was supposed to be. The dark, yeah. the dark movie. God, that's what I wanted. And I think that Warner Brothers got scared after BVS yeah. was a dark movie, which is weird because it's it seems like. I don't understand why the darkness of Batman vs Superman is what bothered people. Here's what bothers me. I think what is what what they're really trying to say is, um, Superman is not Superman in Batman v Superman. No, that's true. But Batman is Batman. He's he's Batman. He is aside like, from fucking shooting people he's with fucking, a tank. He's sure. A, he's Azrael. Yeah, uh, he's yeah, fucking no, that's true. Merkin yeah. dudes. He is not Batman. You know what I mean? But uh, personality wise, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's all there. The dark. T- I don't know. I just. I think after Man of Steel, because Man of Steel is pretty dark too. Yeah, it for is. a Superman movie, it is. 
Um, I think people just want a little color. The color palette in BVS is so dark. It is dark. Like, I, I watched some YouTube video where it's, it's like, comparing scenes of how they were filmed. Uh, like the and it's just like versus what the end product the saturation was. Yeah, is they, just fucking ripped out. Yeah, it That's doesn't look good. And I think you could have kept the tone of the movie the same. Yeah, wow. If you'd brighten the colors up, it would have felt different. That's true. No, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Then people probably wouldn't complain as much. Yeah. So Suicide Squad suffered from the backlash of yeah. BBS a lot. For sure. And, and but the thing it doesn't it doesn't fix the plot at no, all. The plot is awful. The thing that's so weird is that Batman vs Superman being bad to people, it should have been like okay, we need to pause and make this movie unbelievable. And instead, it was like fast track this thing, get it out yeah. of the way. Yeah. The dude that edited the trailer that everybody loved edited the fucking movie, which is. So stupid. When in the history of time has that ever happened? There's a big difference between uh, editing two and a half, two and a half minutes, minutes of, footage of footage, yeah, than fucking a two, hour two movie. hours and fourteen minutes. What are you doing? I don't know. I you can really tell where the cuts are too. Yeah. Because oh yeah, the first I would say the first twenty minutes feel so disjointed. Like there are so many parts we were watching the movie and we we're like, movie should have started here. Yeah. And then like another ten minutes of oh no, movie should have started right. here. They it should have started in Washington D.C. Yes, where she's trying to sell the team, and then the Joker shouldn't have showed up until like Baron Holt's character is, is in captain. the casino. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just a whole mess of a movie. There is a good movie somewhere. In somewhere there. in there, but then the plot is still just insane. So the, oh, Amanda Waller gathers them all, and she's like, "This is Enchantress. She's fucking crazy. She can find. Look you. what she can do. Yeah, she can get you an Iranian code book. And then she, the next scene, she like immediately turns on him. is the antagonist. <laughs> yeah. Of the movie. So she, so basically, Amanda Waller fucking created yes. her own enemy. Exactly. Tony Stark style. Yeah, but like way dumber. Yeah, way dumber. Ugh. And and like the, the the half of the plot of the movie, they're they're in a fucking helicopter going to retrieve somebody from a tower, <laughs> and it's her. It's Amanda. It's Wall. just Amanda. Wall. So there's no explanation there. It's just like they're going here to get this guy. Better be important. And then it's yeah. just fucking her. I was hoping for like in Captain America: The First Avenger, where they show the Howland Commandos going on like. Missions in, in yeah, Europe, exactly. like, like blowing shit up, big mon- mission montages. People. Like, man, yeah. they've been doing this for a while. So we have, we have them. They get created as a team. Have Enchantress be part of it for a yeah. while. Yeah, and know? then fifteen minutes later, their first mission is they have to go stop one of their own team members <laughs> yeah. and save their leader. The, yeah, it's like, fucking ridiculous. What the fuck? That and how, how long did he have to write the movie? He had a serious deadline. It's six weeks. Six weeks. He to uh, write the yeah. whole thing. He signed on, and then they said, uh, "You got six weeks to write this movie." So you can't blame him entirely there, but you know, there's people there to help. Yeah, there's, there's something. There. He's one of those auteur guys. But like, dude, that the there's no plot. There isn't. They but, bring these people together to stop one of the people they brought together. <laughs> and and even then, Enchantress is what what's a what's her motive? Yeah. B what is that? That's stupid, never established. What's her stupid machine? It's never. It's just like, oh, do you want to just destroy Earth? Is that it? What are those stupid bubble face? Yeah, monsters? those fucking gooey face freaks. I don't know. No, we just watched it, and we have no idea. I don't know what I watched. I there, watched. There are so many questions that I, I would ask. I would be like, why is this happening? Yeah. There's one scene where they're walking through the streets, and there's water bottles everywhere. 
<laughs> I forgot about the water bottles. Why are there water bottles everywhere? And there's it's only water bottles. There's literally there's only gotta water be a hundred thousand water bottles on the ground. Rewatch with, that. With no explanation. I wonder if some like water bottle No, company? I wonder no, I wonder if like a PA tripped and <laughs> And a, like a whole pallet of water bottles. And they were like, "We just got to. We, <laughs> we don't have time. Keep just keep rolling. Keep rolling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie is such a piece of shit. It it we and I. There were things I wa- when I watched it the first time. There were things where I walked out like, you know what? I liked this and this and this about it. Yeah. Because I really, really, really try to find things to like, mm-hmm. and even the worst things. And watching it right now. It was different. Different, it was way different. And you know what? I've seen it several times. And watching it right now. I've watched it alone several times mm-hmm. since it's become available on DVD right. or Blu-ray. And I have been okay with it. Right. But right now, but watching something it happened. with someone else. Where you're just like, can, wow, you're right. That- I can bounce the things I like and dislike <laughs> off of somebody. I'll be like, that's kind of sick. And you're like, no, it's not. And I'm yeah, like, you're right. It's not sick. You're right. Dude, that when the, when the fucking beam destroys the satellite yeah. and it just, it just cut, it cuts to a guy going, that was our main satellite. <laughs> and then we just cut, lost our main satellite up. And like- then it cuts away and that was it. Oh yeah, my God. It's, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. And then, and to top it off, we got to take her heart out, dude. <laughs> Who plays Rick Flag? Oh, uh, fuck. What's his name? He's in House of Cards. He's oh. the worst actor on earth. He sucks. Tom Hardy quit that position to to, to be in the rest to be in a good movie. What a, what a fucking move on Tom Hardy's part. He <laughs> the whole Rick Flag and Tantris storyline. It's so is, terrible. Is the, is the worst thing in any superhero. Because they're both bad actors. Yes. She's Car- she's not an actor. She's a model. She's not yeah. even a bad actress. Right. She's not an actor. Sure. She's just chilling. They're Paper Towns, horrible movie. Was it? I never saw. Terrible. I heard it was not good. Oh, my God. It's awful. Uh, so... She's just dancing in the end. What is that? She's doing some. She's some Mayan situation. She's just. It looks like she's just trying to summon some power, but instead she's like she's belly dancing. She's she's summoning the the she wolf, Shakira. Yeah. Two thousand four. Fucking I, dude. You ever hear Shakira and Danzig? No. Hips don't lie. Is it sick? You gotta check that out, dude. I will. I will. I will check that out. Check it out. <laughs> So let's talk about some things we do like. Okay. Obviously, aside from yes. Will Smith, aside from Margot Robbie, aside from Jack Courtney, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I like all the Batman scenes. Yeah, those are good. Um, I disliked uh, the meeting with Bruce Wayne at the end where yeah, Amanda Waller knew stupid. he was Batman. Yeah. That, how many fucking people like, got to know he's I Batman? Know, for real. Um, and that's all. What also, what's also weird to me is the flat in the Justice League trailer. It appears that Bruce Wayne is giving the Flash the mech suit. Yes, but he's wearing it when he's arresting Captain Boomerang yeah. and Suicide Squad. I don't know. There's, there's got to be more to it. I guess. I don't know. I don't know if they they thought about that at all. I'm sure we'll find out. I guess, dude. It would not surprise me if they're if so they, unorganized yeah, that they it's like, well, they, yeah. they created their own plot hole. Yeah. Well, maybe he went back in time. <laughs> no. <laughs> he didn't go back in time. I don't just know. Just to arrest Captain Boomerang? Yeah, just to do that. 
I wouldn't put I wouldn't put it past him. Honestly though, I think his suit looks great. I No, I totally agree. I am I feel like we are in the, the vocal minority. Of the fuck the fuck the armor aspect. A lot of people are fuck the armor. I was I, I, feel, I was fuck the armor. I feel that about most other things, but I think it really I makes sense think, for Flash. And I just think it looks cool. It looks fucking awesome. A lot of people are like the T V show fuck suit you, looks fuck better. The TV that show, suit fuck sucks. Yeah. He looks like Gumby. Dude, it looks ridiculous. And I'm a fan of the show. I'm not, and I just think he looks insane. To say that that suit looks better than Ezra Miller's suit is so is so dumb. It's fucking so. Which I basically had dinner with Ezra Miller last week. Oh yeah. So just so you guys know, he yeah, was. They, they made eye contact. Shannon uh, did. Shannon made eye contact. Because I pointed. Yeah. So I pointed. We were <laughs> sitting in this restaurant in Hollywood, and I look over my right shoulder and I notice. Oh, that's Ezra is. Miller, The Flash. Where are you eating? Uh, El's some sort of Mexican restaurant. I forget the name. Coyote? No. It was on... Some El something. El something. It was on Sunset. Yeah. Anyway, uh, look over my right shoulder, see Ezra Miller, the star of The Flash, yeah. and Perks of Perks Wolf. And I'd say, Shannon, that's Ezra Miller over there. She's like, who? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, it's The Flash. And then she literally darts her head around. You you described it to me as very unchill. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she in a very unchill manner darts her head to the right and makes, makes eye contact, contact with Ezra Miller, and goes, "Oh," <laughs> and that's it. She's hilarious. She fucking blew it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you basically had dinner. With so him. I basically had dinner with him. Anyway, uh, that's another great little. Little little cameo there yeah. in Suicide Squad. Yeah, that's I like that. His it one line of dialogue yep. is perfectly done, and that was directed by Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder. That was filmed in um, in England. Wow. I'm pretty sure that was not like I don't think Jai Courtney and Ezra Miller were in the same room for that. Really? I think it was like a because they they're never in the same scene no, together. That's true. So I think uh, he just kind of sees his because like, they were on the sparks. Yeah, and, they were on the set of Justice League, oh, and they, okay. that's when they filmed it. Well, that's cool. Uh, so that was cool. I like some of the some of the action is great. Some of the action is really good, and there's a there's a lot of scenes where you know they're just sitting and talking. Like the, ba- I, the I think bar, the, scene. the bar scene is. It's good. probably by far the best scene. Yeah, in the movie, I agree. And where they're all sharing their stories. Yeah, and uh, what the squad means to right. to each person. Uh, Will Smith has a great line. He says to Rick Flag, "I'm going to help you finish this to prove to my daughter that her dad isn't a piece of shit." Right. That's great. Like, that's, that's finally, great. we have some yeah. motivation. Something we have some character development. About. Yeah, like came at the at the fucking twenty yeah. fifth hour. The hour yeah. But it, it was good. It, I really like Diablo's storyline. I, th- I know you thought it was kind of goofy at the well, end. Well, I just think the fucking Mayan demon thing looks silly. Oh, I thought it was cool. I liked it. It's a cool idea, but yeah. he's like, "Come on, mijo!" Like when he, <laughs> when, he's, when he turns into the big fire. Yeah, guy. I think it's badass. I think it, uh, with the budget they had, yeah. it just should have looked better. The whole movie should have looked better. That, uh, exactly. The whole movie should have been better. Why wasn't it? Yeah, no, I agree. It, <laughs> I also liked a lot of the like um, government like mission briefing. Oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. Segments. Yeah. Like Enchantress going and getting the fucking yeah Iraq war plans mm-hmm. like that's cool shit yeah it was cool when, her, did, when they did the hand flip yeah that thing. dude the hand flip is so cool like yeah. that's such a sick visual I think I think he was like the director has like 
what if we did this? Yeah. And, and then you're like, like, oh my god, I don't got any more ideas. Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. That was it. That's like the only cool thing. Like the cool that. visual trick that they in do. the whole movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are those moments are cool. And then that develops into nothing. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, she and Rick Flagg are really close. Now she's evil, <laughs> like permanently evil. Yeah. Oh, such a joke. It's rough, and um, I really liked Ike Barinholtz. Oh, he's great. I'm a I'm a super fan. I haven't I'm not caught up to date with Mindy Project, but uh-huh. from the first episode that he enters, I which think he's in the, might first, be in the episode. first episode, he, he's like a new hire. Yeah, and, yeah. But, and then he became, he eventually became like a producer on the show and like one of the head writers. Oh, really? Because I think they just liked him. He's... My be- here's my beef with Mindy Project. Uh-huh. They don't care about their characters for the most part. Actresses come and go. That's true. Chloe Svegney's on dude, there. Dude, it really like, bothers me. Yeah. They just drop whole characters with no like. There's the two uh, other girls that work mm-hmm. in the in the the gynecologist's office. Yeah. Disappear. I think it's because that show keeps being like on the chopping block. I guess, but I think it's like almost gets season, canceled for the first season. Why? Oh, okay, we shouldn't be talking about the yeah. mini project. What are we doing? We're talking about Suicide Squad. Watch the mini project. Yeah, mini project. It's a hidden gem. First like three seasons, fucking amazing. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, but Ike Barinholtz. Ike Barinholtz, great fucking actor. So 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 funny. The way he de- delivers some of his lines is is just put that put that burrito down. Gotta <laughs> 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 go. <laughs> he's so genuinely funny. He when he's like. I just like like there's a line that it's not really particularly funny. I just like the way he delivers it when when uh, he and Will Smith are talking. He's like, "Oh, did you just threaten a staff member?" Yeah. Like it's not that funny, but the way it's he delivers funny. it is like really cool and right. and it just shows like his his comfortable his chops his chops. Yeah, he's a comfortable delivering dialogue and funny with dialogue. Will Smith with Will Smith. Who's comfortable with Will yeah. Smith? Yeah, a legend, an icon. Drop this dude. Then race my browser history. Yeah. Like, yeah. if they want to insert comedy and like funny tone into these movies, Get, do make shit sure, like that and make sure a funny guy is doing it. That's my problem with. Stuff. Don't make Benedict Cumberbatch Dude. tell jokes. So Adele yesterday, jokes. but I'm not gonna be. I love Doctor Strange. Yesterday, I, I got my it. ass roasted for saying you don't. For like saying me. I wasn't crazy about Doctor Strange. See, I still that comedy fucking sucks. I still think you deserve the roast because it's a great movie. I don't. But there's some things like the Adele joke and. Dude. Like, Oh like my that. god, that shit but, but there, is but so there's, bad. There's a few funny things that I are funny because he's not trying to say them in a funny like the Mister Doctor bit. I talked about this before. No, I love that, that. Is funny. Benedict Cumberbatch is not funny. No, Wong, and who knows that? Wong, Wong saying some funny shit. That's fine. Yeah, and then Mad the Mister Doctor. That part was funny. Mr. Doctor. My problem is. All right, I don't want to trash in a different movie that right. is not bad. Like it's a fucking great movie. Suicide Squad is bad. There, yeah, Doctor there's, Strange. There's nothing that Alec can say to me no. or any of you right now that can convince you that Doctor no. Strange is bad because it's a great movie. I will, and I won't do that. I don't think it's a bad movie. Right. I don't think it's a 89 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I do. Do you really? Yeah. Because that movie it does it does a lot of things half-assed to me. There's there's one big complaint that I have. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's in the progression of Doctor Strange's abilities. Yeah. See, it goes from like, fuck, I suck, to like, oh my god, I got this. He goes from six to midnight. Yeah, straight up. He does. <laughs> and that that's the only thing that really bugged me. I wanted to see more of how he got to be that good. So the, uh, Doctor Strange is basically, and it's not the fault of the movie, it's the fault of the character. He is the same as Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. He's an arrogant... Successful, smart person, genius that gets his 
gets his quote unquote power taken away, mm-hmm. and he's got to find his humanity right. along the way of his you know of his hero's journey. Mm-hmm. I feel like I what Iron Man do, did so well was that first part where you understand that this guy's a he's, douchebag. He need he, he and yeah, like that part was done so well in Iron Man. Doctor Strange, I didn't I didn't care about. Stephen Strange. Oh, I don't feel that. And way. I didn't care. I, like, I just didn't understand. I didn't connect with him the same way I did with the, the previous character. That they had done a better job of doing the same things. Yeah. That. That aside, I think they blew their load on the crazy visuals. Oh my god, the visuals are incredible. They are great. That opening scene shouldn't have been there. Because then you see it too much later on in the movie, and I wasn't. You were, you were like desensitized. I wasn't getting bored, but yeah, I was desensitized. Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, this the Inception visuals. I, okay, I, I thought I and thought it was really cool. Let's, Hold on. let's I re- move that on. was one of that was something I really wanted to see in 3D because mm-hmm. it just looks so cool. And it's made. All right, it. we're talking about Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Doctor Strange is bad. Okay. <laughs> Suicide Squad sucks. Superman fucking rocks, by the way. <laughs> I had a really big argument with um, this big Neanderthal <laughs> about. He said Superman sucks. Superman I don't agree suck. with him. Uh, Superman's great. But, so, but back to Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. I. So da- David Ayer is not directing Suicide Squad 2. Right. He's going to Gotham City Sirens. He's directing that. I don't think it's all his fault. I'm no because, uh, like we said, there's yeah. a good movie in there. There's a good movie. I in think there. the editing is a lot, and of the we've fault. seen what he's capable of. Yes, he's a he's a writer director, which means Fury was his idea, yeah. his vision. Yeah. End of Watch was his Done. idea, his vision. Done. Those are incredible movies. Right. So, if he gets that, if he gets more than six fucking weeks to write a script, a good script. DC's loyalty is insane. It is. Despite, like, I mean, was, I'm insane. Honestly, you, no, no. I mean, I mean, the like their directors, and uh, their teams, like respect for that. Like, man, these just guys, sticking around. These guys are churning out piles of shit, but <laughs> hopefully, if we give them another chance, they don't. You know? <sighs> yeah. Well, and here's their problem: they are loyal. Now, I don't even think they're loyal. They maybe they just don't want to look like. Well, think of the think of the directors they've lost. Yeah. They lost two Flash directors. Yeah. They lost uh, Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. Matt Reeves. Matt Reeves. <laughs> In a week. I th- I think they're scared, and they are choking the creativity out of their filmmakers. Which is crazy. Which I guarantee you is why these people are leaving. It's so bizarre. It is bizarre. I don't... I, I, they're, and, they're, then, they're, and now the thing is that there's two very strong case, like pieces of evidence where it's like... Look what happened. Well, here's the difference. And then look what happened again. Here's the difference with DC and Marvel is Marvel does kind of choke the artistic vision out of their filmmakers. That's why. Um, but at least they what's his they name? back it up Ed- with, an, with another yeah, exactly. amazing vision. Edgar Wright. Yeah. He wanted to make a different kind of Ant-Man movie. Well, he wanted to make the Ant-Man movie that was made, but he didn't want it to have anything to do with right. the rest of them, which is fucking stupid. Well, it's because he started making his movie before that Ten universe years, existed. Yeah, exa- yeah, I know. But but, but still, like, the, and the way it was brought into the universe is great. Yeah, it's, it worked fucking wonderfully, more so than a lot of those other movies. So Marvel, the reason they have a unifying vision is because they have a good producer, mm-hmm. Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige he, knows he he's been producing movies a long time. He knows the characters. He knows all this shit. 
he brings in directors that can get down with that vision. Right. The problem with Warner Brothers is they want the movie, they want the dollars. Yeah. They don't have a producer that has that vi- that vision. They're trying to bring in filmmakers that have vision. And but then, then they're when, when and they then bring give the vision, them there. Yeah. yeah but then when yeah, exactly, it doesn't work like it just that. Doesn't. You can't bring in an artistic person for their artistic no. uh, abilities and, and then tell them, them rock, and then you know? yeah, and then dictate what you want from them. So Suicide Squad is a victim of that. Yeah. And I'm praying to God Justice League is better. I don't think Zack Snyder should make another no. DC movie after this. Dude. I pray to God Batman's Justice good. League has to rock. It has to at least be good. It has... Wonder Woman, I think, has... People aren't expecting Justice League to be good. Wonder Woman needs to be good. Sure. People are expecting Batman v Superman out of Justice League. Mm-hmm. If Wonder Woman isn't good, I don't... It's over. What's going to happen? Yeah. I think Aquaman, I think Aquaman, Aquaman is, will be Aquaman good. is guaranteed going to be amazing. Yeah. The, it seems like everybody involved really fucking believes in it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's number one. And James Wan stuck around when oh, Flash director James left. Wan. Yeah, I bless him. Bless his little heart. Yeah, I love Saw. Yeah. I'm a James Wan nut, straight up. I like every Insidious movie. Love The Conjuring one and two. <laughs> Fast and Furious. Fast. And, oh, dude, that was one of the songs I didn't put on here. Which one? See you again from Fast Seven. Oh. <laughs> Don't laugh. Dude, I was in the theater crying my eyes up. out. It's very effectively done. I it just is. don't think it's a very good song. Oh, it's not a good song, but what it does, it's perfect yeah, for that it, scene. Yeah, it is good. He just drives off. Oh, fuck. Like I'm going to cry thinking about it right now. <laughs> Rest in peace, Paul Walker. This isn't a joke. I am genuinely... This is, uh, my, a friend of mine who shall remain nameless, a year before Paul Walker died, mm-hmm. Started a Paul Walker death hoax on the internet. Oh no! Yeah. It's his fucking. It's fault. his fault. <laughs> oh no! Like what are what are the chances of that? Saying that Paul Walker is dead just for no other. Does reason. he have a dark gift? Maybe. I need to try I, it on someone else. I know. I, I might need to <laughs> inquire in his services. But I, I mean, I don't know how much I have left to say yeah. about Suicide Squad because it's just we we've done. Three movies that really fucking rock. Yeah, that we really like. Split, liked. knocked our socks off. La La Land. Melted our hearts. Is in my like top 25 movies of all time. For sure. Now. Uh, John Wick 2. Probably one, also. One of the, yeah, one of the best <laughs> action movies ever made. Yeah. Suicide Squad, one of the worst pieces of dog shit to yeah. ever exist. Which, and what, the reason why this is a good movie to talk about is because... It's a movie we didn't want to be bad. Right. It, it was it was something that, you know, both Alec and I and people around the world just just wanted. We wanted, we want, first it was like, there's going to be a Suicide Squad movie. And you're like, eh. You're like, that's weird, <laughs> yeah. but, but maybe they're doing it because they have this great idea and it's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And then you see the footage and you're like, this looks They nailed cool. it. You see the pink Lamborghini. Yeah. And you're like, fuck. Yeah, and Batman on top of it. That's crazy. You're like, this is crazy. Yeah. This is awesome. I'm sold. And then the movie happens. And you got uh, little Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura as the Joker. If he's still the Joker, Jared, if you're listening, <laughs> big Just 30 Seconds to Mars dude. fan. <laughs> big time. Beautiful eye. Great record. Uh, definitely Just chill out. cool out on the method shit and just stop being so insufferable. Yeah. 
and and do the character justice because mm-hmm. you were so fucking annoying. And he's the first one. He's the first one to to, to really to, not come to through. really blow it. Yeah. Never wanted Caesar Romero more in my life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. So you know, if you want to watch Suicide Squad because of this, do it. But <laughs> we're really sorry ahead of time. We we just wanted to. We wanted to change it up and talk about something that doesn't rock. and That could have rocked. Yeah, and Suicide Squad definitely does not rock. And I think that's a good way to end the show. I do, too. I, think, ne- I think next week we're going we're gonna to see Get Out, right? Oh, yeah. So that's, that's going to be a good episode. Looks like, it looks fucking fantastic. Get Out. Get Out. Yeah, it looks like a great... The, the, it looks Does sick. that not look fucking fantastic? It looks... Jordan Peele. Looks great. Coming out. As a as a fucking horror director horror out of nowhere, director. out of nowhere, a crazy concept that I'm sure is it's very time happens all the time. You know, it's gonna be great. So yeah, this was uh this was episode four. We're you know we're feeling a little somber after watching Suicide Squad. Yeah, because we had to watch it again. Might hit, might hit a couple of uh, episodes of season four office. Oh after gotta this. bring yourself back, Survivor yeah. Man, might, Dinner Party, might hit a deposition. deposition. Yeah, yeah it's a, we'll see. We gotta bring ourselves we'll back. Try it out. All right. That was episode four. Have a great fucking time. Roll it. Peace.